Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Alaikum salam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh, Yusuf. Hafiz Ibrahim, you know what? I have to say, this is absolutely admirable. Absolutely admirable to see a book like this. And it's so, it's so needed because there's not much, you know, especially our youth. There's not much that uh, they, they, we don't learn enough about Palestine. We just say, okay, Palestine, Palestinian issue. Yes, humanitarian issue. But Al-Aqsa Mosque, it's a haram. It's a haram. And, and, you know, to bring this, to bring the history of Al-Aqsa, I think is much needed. And this book, absolutely brilliant indeed. Ibn Musa, what inspired you to write this book? What inspired you to come up with this book in the first place? Yusuf, Jazakallah khairan, and I ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to accept it and make it a source of benefit, inshallah. What I feel about uh, the the need for this book was that, uh, like, like you you mentioned, there's a lot of emotion, there's a lot of uh, good sentiment and solidarity with the Palestinians, and uh, that that is admirable. But anything um, that we do has to be backed up with facts. It has to be backed up with uh, obviously our deen. And uh, th- that was the idea uh, for for this particular book, that we cannot always be running solely on emotion. We need to uh, understand, you know, properly within uh, Islam, where, what is the role of Masjid al-Aqsa, what is the significance of this land. Uh, and until this point in time, I would say in the English language that uh, it's not to say that uh, literature is unavailable, and especially after the latest assault, we can just see there's a, a mushrooming of so much good content, uh, not necessarily books, but uh, you know, online content, PDFs, and so much more. But uh, until a point in time, perhaps we had books like Ismail Adam Patel's Excellent uh, Virtues of Jerusalem, uh, and, and just a handful of other books like that. But most of the books um, I would have uh, seen deal with Masjid al-Aqsa uh, as part of a broader a broader topic. So it's you know you're talking about the entire Palestinian uh, issue and the oppression, and al-Aqsa is one segment of that. What I hope to do is uh, tell the story of Masjid al-Aqsa exclusively. And I find it easier for people to understand, you know, people see bits and pieces of al-Aqsa on a social media feed. Um, and that doesn't lend itself to people understanding uh, the, the, uh, the, the, the full story of this place. So the easiest way I found is to tell people chronologically in the sense of a story. The story of Al-Aqsa starts at this point and it continues through this, that, uh, this, that and the other and it ends, if you'd like, at this point. So that chronological approach is what I tried to take in the book. Tell a full story about Masjid Al-Aqsa. Is it only about the oppression that is happening now or uh, as Aqsa has so many other dimensions, and yes, indeed, uh, it has so many other dimensions that, in fact, overshadow uh, the small period of injustice that we're having at this moment. So, Al-Aqsa in this book starts as the second masjid on earth. We go through the times of the different Anbiya, uh, and we know all the stories of the Anbiya, but how do those stories feature 
in Al-Aqsa or in the land of Palestine, then the Nabi of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, is it only about the Isra al-Ma'raj? No, uh, that is the most important event to have occurred at Al-Aqsa, but so many other things related to Al-Aqsa happen, uh, uh, you know, uh, during the time of Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. The Sahaba, how did they show their love to Masjid Al-Aqsa, the Tabi'in, the Muslim dynasties after that, the Umayyads, the Abbasids, the Ottomans. Then we come to the, the present phase, obviously, and talking about what uh, is the oppression that has occurred, particularly at Masjid Al-Aqsa, until this present moment in time. And it doesn't stop there, and that's important to note, because Al-Aqsa will retain its significance as long as the Qur'an is with us. Uh, as Al-Aqsa is an eye of the Qur'an, and this will continue right until the end of time, as many of the things that the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam had uh, prophesied to us would would, uh, would come to be manifested. So in a, in a sense, this is a story of Al-Aqsa from the beginning of time right until the end of time, inshallah. I mean, I mean, definitely, Ibrahim Musa. And, uh, you know, I think uh, it's, it's much needed. How's, how's the book been received so far? Alhamdulillah, Yusuf, the book was launched last week, uh, Tuesday evening, just on the eve of the 16th of June. Uh, and there's uh, a lot of interest. It's already, you know, in uh, bookstores and so forth all, all over the country. Uh, and it's just the distribution is just going to be expanded, inshallah. I think uh, what there is, and, and this was not uh, any, any part of the initial planning equation, but uh, it has happened like that as Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will the fact that we had uh, what had occurred during the month of Ramadan and just after the month of Ramadan at Al-Aqsa and uh, in the, uh, the wider land of Palestine. So many people who were previously uh, dormant about the issue uh, are now very much more curious. And uh, we hope that in this next phase, uh, you know, when perhaps emotions will die down a bit, uh, people will shift from emotional to now uh, studying a bit more deeply about the issue and we hope that inshallah uh, because of the interest that has been generated and definitely has been generated uh, this will be able to fulfill uh, a role in that and so I'd say alhamdulillah everything so far has gone quite well and there's many requests at the moment it's just in South Africa uh, that distribution is available but uh, inshallah as we move to the next phase uh, we'll be able to also uh, get this to English-speaking countries around the world uh, quite soon, inshallah. I mean, I mean, I mean, Ibrahim, I need, I need to ask you something, right? Because I know you you a bit, you uh, a bit on the young side of life, young individual you are, and uh, I, what inspired you to write the book? I mean, I mean, you 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 didn't even hit the the good old forty yet. You know, forty is the age of wisdom, and here we have this amazing book. Subhanallah. What inspired you to say, or, 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 or how much work went through reading, how much work went through writing a book, Ibi? So, firstly, uh, I think uh, as, as much as uh, it, it's, it's a milestone, we'd like to celebrate uh, the, the achievement. Obviously, we, we thank Allah for giving us uh, the tawfiq and everything that was done comes uh, solely from from his side. Without that, we wouldn't have been able to do uh, anything. Uh, and then I, I think other gratitude. It, it, it's a process rather than an event. 
So, uh, you know, uh, for example, I always think of uh, my parents and whether it was, uh, you know, some uh, expressed goal, they would only know from their side. But from from my side, I, I mean, I just recall from a young age, uh, we always, for instance, at that time, you, you'd get this day, uh, publication called the Palestine Times. And, uh, you know, it would always come in the post from the Al-Aqsa Foundation. Uh, there was always that money box in the cupboard of uh, the, you know, the Dome of the Rock, uh, collecting funding for Palestine. Uh, I think my, my father sometimes would get not only the, the Palestine Times in the post, but, you know, an old batch that he would hand out outside outside the masjid, uh, whenever there would be guests from overseas, uh, sometimes would be involved or my family would be involved in hosting those guests. Uh, so, uh, you know, that, that subtly already emphasizes the importance of, of Masjid al-Aqsa. And uh, I, I think a big moment was, you know, just as you enter your high, high school years and you uh, now become more attuned to what is happening in the world around you, uh, this coincided with the period of the Second Intifada around 2000. Uh, you know, the, the things that you described, for example, at CII, you know, every every now and then a Palestinian leader would be killed and there would be full days of coverage. Uh, that caught our attention uh, at that stage. So many community rallies and meetings uh, that, that we would have attended. So, you know, all of that is part of the process indirectly. And then the opportunity uh, from 2016 onwards to be part of the uh, Palestine Information Network and then dedicate yourself in more detail to that. Uh, and, and that's where the process of starting the book began. I think uh, there was, um, you know, the website, masjidalaqsa.net, that we created that uh, has a lots, of, lots of information about Masjid al-Aqsa, uh, categorized al-Aqsa and Sahaba, al-Aqsa and Ambiya, uh, but that's online. Uh, you know, a, a book has a different feel to it, and a book has a story rather than individual links. So uh, that, that's where the, the journey of compiling a book began. Uh, and the trip, alhamdulillah, to Masjid al-Aqsa uh, for Etikaf in the year 2017 uh, just gained impetus to this. So overall, I, I think the physical compilation of the book in bits and pieces over a period of about three years, and there's lots of to and fro with uh, designers and with uh, editors and so forth. Uh, but alhamdulillah, that's, uh, I would say, certain bits and pieces that contributed towards uh, the story of this book. SubhanAllah, absolutely brilliant, Ibrahim Musa. It's absolutely brilliant. And I just, there's one, there's one thing that's been going in my mind, you know, since I've seen this book, I know you so well. And, and, and I, I know you're a very driven individual, very intelligent, highly intelligent individual. I remember Ibrahim Musa was doing like really well in engineering. And I said, but, but even Musa, why, uh, you know, uh, not pursue a career in engineering and the passion was there. Alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah. You know, so many times, I know there's so many people who, who talk about writing a book and who say they want to write a book, but never get down to doing it. Tell us about that first moment you sat down. Was it in front of your laptop? Was it in front of your book? And you said, right. You said, okay, this is it. Bismillah. And I'm going to start. When was that moment? Uh, that's a very really difficult question to, to answer. I, I really 
don't seem to have any clear recollections about that moment. But I, I, I think the, the fact that uh, it's, it's, it's a story. I think, you know, one is you have bits and pieces of, of, of your life that you have to kind of mold together in a, in, in a narrative. And one is if you have a starting point to a uh, to a story and an end point to a story, and what our upside fits in, you know, so extremely well. Uh, beginning of time till end of time. This is our uh, our connection to this place. This is how deep our connection to this place runs. Um, and and thus, um, you know, it's, it's easy just then. Even if you don't know the full timeline of events, you can always say, "I'm at this point in the story. I need to research. I need to find." Uh, fill in these blanks to be able to complete the story. So having uh, a clear timeline um, allows allows for that. Uh, but I think also in in this story, uh, a motivation, for instance, comes from the fact that uh, I, 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 there's, one is the the story of of Alaksa, and one is within the story there are you know so-called side notes or there are. Um, uh, anecdotes of people who showed their love towards Masjid al-Aqsa, like, for instance, uh, the Sahabi Ibn Umar radiallahu anhu would, would travel all the way from Medina simply come, to come to al-Aqsa uh, to get that reward promised in the hadith uh, about Suleiman who made dua that a person who comes here only to read Salah uh, returns like a newborn baby. Mm. And he would come here uh, and just read Salah, do nothing else. He wouldn't even drink a sip of water and thereafter leave. And people would say that's about, you know, extreme. Why don't you even drink water? And he would say, uh, the Hadith says solely to perform Salah. And so I've just come here to read Salah and go away. And then there's, uh, you know, the, the stories of how African pilgrims would, uh, on their way to, for Hajj, or, you know, after coming for Hajj, come to Al-Quds to visit and would uh, stay in, in Jerusalem, and that's why there's an African community today, uh, Maghribi, Moroccan, North African community, there's uh, Afghan uh, Khankas in Jerusalem. So all these stories uh, showed how people in the past showed their love towards Masjid Al-Aqsa, and I would hope that, uh, and, and through writing a book like this, that's also a motivation that perhaps this can be uh, some way of expressing love uh, towards Masjid al-Aqsa, and also uh, another impetus in the time of Salahuddin al-Ayyubi, um, or prior to that, people would uh, write books on the virtues of Beit al-Maqdis. People would listen to a hadith on the virtues, and that would be, uh, you know, a starting point for getting people people activated to uh, eventually, decades later, uh, liberate Masjid al-Aqsa. So uh, that's also a, a part of the process that we see education as being uh, planting a seed for something greater that, that comes in. So uh, those kind of ideas, Yusuf. I mean, we am absolutely, absolutely proud of you. You know this young individual, this young, this youngster. I remember coming to school. I mean, coming to work to the studio with his little lunchbox. Uh, with the uh, individual and, you know, think, hey, here's one youngster, he wants to see the radio station, and then you hear his big, booming voice in your radio and uh, taking on politicians at a tender old age, high school age. I, don't, I wonder if they even knew that, uh, but subhanAllah, Ibrahim Musa, absolutely brilliant and honor 
an honor to uh, have worked with you, and, and I'm so excited to see your book come out. Really, I am, Ibi Musa. Uh, Allah Ta'ala bless you. Allah Ta'ala uh, grant you all the success. And Allah Ta'ala regard you as one of the protectors of Al-Aqsa. And I will definitely attest to that one on the day of Qiyamah. Ibi, we say Jazakallah khair for joining us and we wish you all the best, inshallah. Jazakallah khair, Yusuf, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala reward you as well for all your efforts. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Wa alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.